the fake pandemic. Oh, don't say those words, Mike. That's sacrilegious. My 98-year-old grandma died. <laughs> She's 98, you fuckwad. It's a good life. Yeah. Good life. All right. Very good life. All right, Mike. We are ready when you are. All right. All right, how we doing, everybody? We're back again today. A very warm day. It's over 20 degrees in Rhode Island, and we're loving it. And I am probably going to the driving range later. I have to get an edge up on my competition. But uh, we're back at the Unpopular Opinions podcast for another episode. I can't even count. We're up to like 90 episodes now. No, it's not that high, but we're getting up there. And uh, today... We're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff. Um, how you been, Brandon? Good? Yeah, man, we're good. We're chilling. Just uh, ended my school week. Met a lot of interesting people. Met a um, an army guy who was in charge of uh, all the army, like, national reserves. So, wow. like, he uh, he's, sends them out to the hospitals and the testing sites for, for the COVID. And that's, awesome. that's That's what his job is. And he's uh he's real close with the the mayor of Rhode Island, I guess. So that's cool. Wait, um, you mean or the gov governor? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Dan McKee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Boy McKee. He used to be the mayor, though. You're right. He used to be the mayor of Cumberland back in the day when I actually lived there. There you go. And uh, yeah, he. You know what? McKee is a decent guy. He's kind of like a moderate. I. He's more of a common sense guy. Than our old governor, like she was, whatever, more idealistic. It's like you know what we live in a world that you can't really cure too much at a time. You just have to do what makes sense. Like even though McKee with the mask mandate, whatever, I think the mask mandates might be going away soon. But you know he's an older guy. The guy's probably he might be sixty eight, seventy, whatever. But uh, he's not a bad guy and. Like you're you're talking about these military guys, they're doing a good thing. Oh yeah, you know, they're you know they're doing what they're told, but like at the end of the day, most of these military guys they do love our country and they want what's best for it. Like, don't you think oh, yeah. you seem like a decent guy? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's really cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, I mean, you know, you should take his contact info, stay in touch with the guy. Yeah, I do, actually. Mm-hmm. I got his number. So if shit ever goes down, I'll have uh, the inside scoop. Heck yeah. <laughs> Good deal. Um, What's going on with you? You got back from a trip, right? Oh, I went to Florida. Yes, sir. Man, I, Naples, Florida area, Bonita Springs. I went down, I saw my cousin, a couple of his buddies. Nice. And uh, we played some golf. Of course. Two rounds, man. The first round... Dude, we get there, it's soaking wet, there's debris everywhere, mm. and I I got like a few hours of sleep, you know, it's cold, it's like freaking 45, 50 tops, Damn. and they're like, oh yeah, we just get hit by a tornado, you know, I'm like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> like, dear God, and uh, I was like rusty as hell, I, I did not play good golf, but let me tell you, I had the best time I've ever had for playing that shitty on the course. Awesome. So it, that's a victory, man. Yeah, like, absolutely. Literally. 
Every time I'm able to, to lace my shoes up and go out there is literally a gift. But uh, I also had the pleasure of cooking for Alfred and his buddies. And it was yeah. the best compliment I ever got. I told you this the other day. Mm. The kid, so after I made breakfast, I do my like potatoes, vegetables, cheese, eggs. Freaking, we had pepperoni one day. And we had, I think, ham another day. So all that good stuff. Dude, he takes a bite of it and he's like, wow, this is pretty good, man. He's like, I don't even have to add ketchup to this. <laughs> I'm like, come on. Like, what do you eat? Freaking McDonald's every day for breakfast? Like, like that. That's a great compliment. It really is. Yes, sir. And uh, but so I did a four day trip and I'm already planning my next trip down there. Uh it's so easy to fly in and out, providing you don't have any delays or anything. But it's like, you know, to be able to hop on a plane, you're there, you can get there in three to four hours, no problem. You're in the warm weather, you know, you're you're freaking still on the East Coast. But uh everyone down there is like laid back pretty much and yeah. that it, that was the best thing i ever did going to school down there you get a different perspective it's less of a rat race right you know and i can see why my uncle who's retiring now or he's been retired why he likes it you know he's he can just go down there goes outside in his underwear <laughs> people are waving to him you know what i mean it's it's a great time so i'm i'm trying to trying to plan my trip back nice. asap but I want other people to get vacations at work, too. I don't want to just be Vacation Boy. That'll be my <laughs> nickname. It already might be. You know, you can go on vacay, too, Bryn. I, I yeah. mean, have you thought about, oh, going out west, probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be going out to Cali later. I think probably about a year from now or so. A year? Yeah. Well, when she, uh, when my girl comes back from school, we're going to... I was planning on doing like a cross-country trip because I don't like flying, so... There you go. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. You know, if you you could get there and depending how many hours you drive it, let's say you drive twelve hours a day, mm. eh, four four to five days, maybe four, five, six days. Yeah, it'll be a long trip. But Heck yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. Lots of uh, sightseeing for sure. Hell yeah. Well, you just pick the route, man, because you know you can go up north. A little through probably the Dakotas, Montana, mm. or you could go south, you know, and then you go through like, I remember one time we went, my dad and I, through the tumbleweed part of Texas. Oh, Nothing, yeah. Nothing, man. How's that? Just, yeah, just flat. The most boring freaking stuff you'll ever drive through. It was like Texas and then probably Oklahoma, but the other, well, it would be, I think maybe... Arizona and Vegas at first and then you hit Texas and then mm. you know all that other stuff but I mean you can plan it you should plan it out I mean you have, there's some cool like sightseeing if you go up north like when I took my sister to Montana there's a place called the Badlands dude mm. it looks like it almost looks like hell I mean not quite <laughs> but these weird rocks and shit does yeah, not yeah, look yeah. like earth no or it yeah, could be odd. like Mars or something so that yeah. was definitely cool uh, you know, it's good to get out there. To to stay in the same place all the time, mm -hmm. you get jaded. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You really do. Yeah, you need inspiration, for sure. And and it's like, when, at my, when I was younger, 
all the kids that the same mentality freaking yeah beers beers broads <laughs> yeah blunts you know and and kids are like that everywhere mm-hmm. but when you get out of rhode island kind of or even new england in general you mm-hmm. see people they don't have accents you're like wow you don't you don't sound like a retard <laughs> like you i noticed how bad my accent was when i went to florida sure it was Florida. Florida. You know what I mean? Orange. I'm eating an yeah. orange. It's like, no, man, it's orange and it's Florida. Get it right. <laughs> Pretend you have a brain. Yeah. So traveling is good. Some, you know, women like to travel. Women, yes. I feel like, would travel their whole lives. Just keep going from one place to another. Yeah. That's too much for me. But uh, it is good to travel. And... uh so, I don't know if we should dive into an article here for fun. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's go for it. All right. Um, okay, so, um, you all know I'm a conspiracy guy. So, I'm, you know, 10 years in the making of this stuff. For better or worse, I had free time on my hands and I read about stuff. And it turns out a lot of it was true. But, so, here's one of my guys that I read, John Rappaport. An 82-year-old COVID denier. He's one of uh, one of a few guys who doesn't even believe in the COVID virus, which I'm, I, I don't even know what I believe, but whatever. But this guy, he's putting the pieces of COVID together, and basically he's saying in this article, the three men that are running and owning corporate America, and the reason why... So the whole premise of the article is why... Why did corporations allow the lockdowns to happen? Why, like, why didn't, you know, why didn't the airlines and all these other big companies, why didn't they rebel against the lockdowns? The reason is because the men that are running corporate America that put their companies onto the stock exchanges, they're tied, completely tied to the medical industry. So, like, these guys, their names are Larry Fink, Joseph Hooley, and Mortimer Buckley. All right. Some interesting characters. But these guys are all the CEOs of, it's Vanguard, State Street, and BlackRock. So, all of these investment companies, they all basically run the retirement accounts of almost everyone in America. Anyone who has a a retirement account is going to own shares of these companies pretty much. And they run, they run all these accounts. So all these guys, they all sit on the boards of hospitals pretty much. So it's, it's showing you hand in hand, the medical complex or the medical system and wall street hands together, kumbaya, in a big circle. Mm -hmm. So you have guys like Fauci, very powerful virologists out there that are claiming about the new virus, or they found it, whether they did or not. uh, They they said there's a new virus, uh, and they reported to all their hospital buddies in America, and... So and they say, oh, crap, there's a virus. We have to let the world know. We have to shut the world down. So they talk to these other guys. All right. Yeah. Larry Fink. You know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, Or no, not Larry Fink. He would say it to like the people that own an airline. The guy who owns uh, Southwest. Yeah. 
lockdown, whatever. You know what I mean? Sorry, we're shutting it down. There's a virus. People are going to die. So he says, all right, fine. He's not going to rebel because if he did, it would he would feel flack from all these other guys who were tied in with the hospitals. So I'm not explaining it great, and you can read the article and whatever, but put it this way. They're all hand-in-hand hand together. The hospitals, BlackRock, Vanguard, you know, uh, <clears throat> the airlines, the hotel chains. But what I'm not mentioning here is companies like Walmart, they didn't have to shut down. We need, we need shipping, so FedEx, they're all going too. So pretty much they pick and choose who they wanted to stay open and shut. And unfortunately... Uh, the big companies and corporations were fine, but the bad part is the small companies are the ones that got hurt. A lot of the little restaurants out there, mom and pop uh, companies are the ones that were in big trouble. So, it, I mean, it just goes to show you that it was sort of an orchestrated plan from the beginning and there, there wasn't going to be a lot of a lot of rebelling because you know what, these, <laughs> when people are paying your bills and when when the investment banks can give you a bailout and say, listen, you can't run your airline right now, but here's twenty million bucks. They're going to say, fine, we'll just take the money and whatever. So it's like picking and choosing who can win, and it it, it wasn't really fair, you know. Uh, the pandemic now it is dying down, but uh, to just to see these b certain billionaires get richer and then other people get thrown out of jobs and you know be depressed and dejected, you know it, it is it's kind of sad, um, you know. Yeah, one hundred percent. And um, I even saw other stuff too. I mean, this is happening like um, people's. Uh, investments and pensions and stuff go to the companies like this and bigger co uh, companies that are from China as well because I mean like there's some really big companies that are directly competing with America and um, one of the the former generals uh, for Trump was on like the Joe Rogan experience or whatever and he said that like firefighters pensions are being paid towards like Chinese companies trying to innovate better technology that could later once be used against us type thing and wow. there's a lot of these Chinese um, companies on the U.S. stock market. And like, I don't know, that, yeah. was, that was really weird to me. No, and that, that's a whole different angle. So basically the money that is invested in there is going to build up China, which if, if globalism is a real thing, then it, it should on the surface mean that we're all hand in hand together. Like we're going to help China and China is going to help us. Right, right, But right. we don't know for sure if they're going to use that money that so all the money that we're putting into these chinese companies are they going to use it against america mm. who knows so that you know and and I'm I'm a stock investor on a very small scale but I, you know and I don't even know for sure what's going on i mean i know the federal reserve is they kind of they pump money into the market basically out of thin air and it keeps the stocks high but here's the thing People who don't have a lot of money, they can't get into the market because, right. they, you know, there's barriers. Like, you got to have a little bit mm -hmm. to get in there. Yeah. So the rich keep getting richer. 
and the little guy, us, we, you know, we don't know what's going on, really. I, we have an idea. I can talk about it, but we're nowhere right. near the top of the, the totem pole. Mm-hmm. Even, uh, even millionaires and, multi, you know, even some billionaires, you know, they don't even know for sure what's going on, like way above them, because someone, someone is giving them that money. Someone is putting in place. It's like, yeah, Jeff Bezos, he's a multi-billionaire. Mm-hmm. But uh, there had to be a lot of legal things go through to allow Amazon to get to the level it's at today. Sure. And he doesn't even know. Like he, these big, massive banks, mm-hmm. they're bankrolling them. Yeah, everyone's a pawn and every, something. Every, yeah. Basically, everyone's a pawn. You don't know where the top is. And... Uh, I think the reason why we have all this distraction in the world and, you know, like, call it, they they throw things at us all the time. It's like, you know, alcohol, you know, entertainment, just to keep us masses distracted while they're all kind of colluding, trying to figure out ways to keep us distracted. Right. And they can make all the money and have all the great properties and the planes and everything while we're just down here struggling. And then if you want to break your way into that 1%, you have to sell some of your soul, some of it, maybe all of it, to get up there. And that's a sad thing too. So it, you kind of have to just join them or, or just like drag along towards the bottom. And I don't want to say that I'm dragging along towards the bottom because you know I, I take pride in everything I do. You know, and I like my life, but I don't I don't think I'm ever going to try to break my way in and play the corporate game to make a million dollars and then sell a lot of myself. And it'll end up watering a lot of my personality and my soul grinding me down into freaking nothing. I'd rather just make a decent living. Maybe, you know, I, I might get lucky and, you know, some of my golf future inventions could take off or whatever happens or you know you know some of my cooking stuff could take off my little breakfast burrito wrap that i want to launch on the world one day maybe yes sir maybe with our our restaurant we'll get i'll have to talk to the boss lady about that um but yeah i mean whatever i'm i'm content with what i have i i know i can make make some decent money in my life but i don't have to give sell myself to corporate America or whoever to get there. And I, I think you're the same way, Brandon, right? Because now you're doing automotive school. You're oh, trying yeah. to make uh, make a decent living career. Yeah, I want to make a decent living, and I want to do things I'm interested in, and I want to learn what I need what? to do to do the things I want to do, like race cars There you go. Yeah. You know, and, and you use... So you learn about cars. You become a technician it used to be mechanic but that's that's like calling a janitor a janitor you're yeah. an asshole if you do that now yeah fuck you it's not pc i'm a technician <laughs> you're not a pin <laughs> yeah you're a technician uh <laughs> so that i mean that's cool you can use it now you work you can work as a technician you can make a good living and you're always going to be learning stuff and you're trying to get to your main goal of having maybe your own race car or a couple of cars that you custom build and that you can bring and race at your local speedway yes sir heck yeah so cool and you know me i'm i do my cooking i got my golf we got our podcast that we're having fun with Mm -hmm. and we'll see where it takes us from here i just you know i I don't ever want to have to 
say, oh, crap, all right, I'm going to go work for Amazon, which it wouldn't be the end of the world, but it's, it's just not my goal to do that. And I have nothing against people that go a corporate route because you want the benefits and you want the money to provide for yourself or your family, however much you might want out of life. But uh, I'm just a different kind of character. I, You know, growing up, it's like I had all the makings of being this corporate Larry Fink, <laughs> corporate CEO guy. I was big into finance and someone at some point, there are a lot of people that thought I might have been doing that. But I saw I saw the evil in it. I saw the dollar signs and how they treat people like crap. You know, it, I, I walked into a job interview and it was like, huh, wh where's your suit? I mean, I had I had nice suit pants on, a nice shirt, and a tie. I didn't have a jacket on. It was at, like, Smith Barney. And I'm like, he, right when I left, he said that. I go, okay, great to meet you. I walked out. I said, I'm done with this shit. Yeah. I wanted to spit in the guy's face. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say a word. I walked out. I was done with it. And now, now I cook burgers and fried chicken. Fuck so. Yeah. Just do what, you know, if, if you have the cojones to follow your own dreams, it might be a lot harder. You know, people might say things, but do it if you can. Try to mold your own groove in the world rather than, you know, work for some corporation that you don't want to. You know, deep down you want to do your own thing, but you're like, I can't. I can't do it on my own. I need this corporation. I have a family whatever. So maybe this is more for a, a 17, 18 year old kid. Try your own thing. Work hard, get a job, maybe get two jobs, but always try to follow your passion. That's all I'm saying. Just keep following it. Um, yeah, that took weird turns, but we had a lot of fun with that. I mean, I think everyone gets it. Yeah. It's a good article. Yep. So, uh, any other, well, what else happened? Well, we got a snowstorm coming up. Oh yeah. One, uh, two feet, right? I think. Or Dude, one I foot. heard, I heard seven feet <laughs> in a, in like a four hour period. That's fine too. <laughs> no, I, I didn't, I, I heard 12 inches. That's better. It's, I think it shifted a couple times i think it shifted more to the east a little 12 bit. 12 inches very a very well endowed snowstorm <laughs> uh but he, yeah the thing like so we maybe a snowstorm coming up are we gonna be open is our restaurant gonna be open kc's i don't know probably maybe you know i will risk my life i i will work too there's nothing else to do i mean i can't golf you can't really, you can't race your car in a foot of snow. I mean, I could try. Yeah, you can, actually. You can. Do you, you want to race cars on, I, the, on the golf course? I think we should. I think we should do that, too. On a pond. On a pond. On a mildly frozen pond. Hell yeah. Like a deep one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we, maybe we'll do that on Saturday. You know, we'll think right, about it. We'll make it an event. Yeah. All right, now, did you, you didn't have any articles, right, Brandon? No, not really. I was just going to ask you, um, have you ever heard of monoclonal antibodies? 
Yes, I have. I don't know what they are, but I think I read about them at one point like well, in the past year. Obviously, your boy Joe Rogan is all about the monoclonal antibodies. Um, I, don't, I don't know necessarily. I just wanted to see if you knew about the science behind that because apparently um, they're great for... Um, all right. Now, are they... So, is it an antibody that you take... All right, they take it from, let's say, somebody else or whatever. And it, is it something that you artificially put into yourself? Like, do you? Uh, I think it's like an take IV the antibody trip. and insert it gently into your rectum, <laughs> or, or do you? Is it sort of like a, a it's like a, a vac, it's a vaccine, but not a vaccine kind of. You do you take it orally or something? I, yeah. I've heard of that type of stuff. It's like an IV drip, I believe. It's more of like okay. a gene therapy. Um, but basically, um, for use in high-risk uh, patients, it's been very effective for uh, treating COVID. To treat it after you catch it? After, after you catch it, yes. Okay. For high risk. Well, all right. And um, basically, I think they said the, the Biden administration made it almost like impossible to, to find them or to get them imported into the United States. Heard. Wow. Yeah, go. but why, like, here's what I, when you were talking about the, these antibodies, I'm thinking instead of getting the vaccine, someone takes the antibodies and then they don't get COVID. But yeah. I, I don't, all right, so it's not that, it's it's a treatment after yeah. you catch it. So why, why would the FDA want to limit it? I mean, because they have, probably because... The big drug companies have their own drugs that they want to use as a cure. Probably, right? and I think they don't have a way of controlling it yet because it's new. I think it's smaller companies that are, smaller medical companies that are creating it, most likely from outside the United States. They don't have the corporate structure lined up to where they can completely line their pockets with billions of dollars right. yet, like mm -hmm. they did with the vaccines. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. So you know those freaking companies made hundreds of billions of dollars off the vaccine right but it took an orchestrated it probably took some planning it probably took several years of planning you know i, I hate to say it but you know it how do you come up so they've the mrna vaccines that they've been doing them for years but uh how does it take less than a year or a year to come out with a COVID vaccine? There's no way. So There's they, no way. So they had to have been doing it, planning it at least 5, 10, 15 years in advance. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good explanation. They don't have it lined up to the way where they can fully profit off it yet. And, and you know, maybe there isn't a great way to profit off it, so they would censor it. It's like uh, vitamin D and vitamin C. I read articles about intravenous vitamin C mm -hmm. being a great cure for COVID. Now, I think maybe a couple other vitamins they throw in there with it, but the majority of it is high dosages through you know, intravenous. And I think you can take them too. You could take a bunch of vitamin C pills, uh, but... They don't talk about that, and that's a very inexpensive way to get better quicker. Yep. You you bulk up on your vitamin D and vitamin C; it'll help cure you much faster. They don't even talk about that. They just they talk about the vaccine as prevention, and then when you get it, they're talking about 
like worst case scenario, you know, they're unbelievable. Dude, the medical system is doing such a disservice to people. You know, I'm not a denier and everything, but they overprescribe drugs. They overprescribe vaccines, uh, antibiotics, too much of everything. And it's messing people up. These natural things that Joe Rogan talks about, mm-hmm. you know, that a lot, a lot of people talk about, they don't get any airplay because they're not super profitable. I mean, come on. Why would you want a population to be weak? They want a weak, a population, what do they say? Weak enough, uh, strong enough to work a day job, but weak enough to not ever rebel or question what they're doing. Weak enough to never, to never actually progress forward in their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, to just stay stagnant. That's that's how they want. They want us stagnant. Come on now. Come on, people. Don't be stagnant. Don't be stagnant. It's hard to not be stagnant, but try try to do something. You know, I, I talk about it. I don't actually do anything, but at least I talk about it. <laughs> this right? is something. Yeah. This is something. Yeah. I might inspire a little guy, uh, you know, uh, an eight-year-old kid to freaking, you know, a... Uh, Bring dinosaurs back, like, you know, yeah. Jurassic Park. That would be great. That could have ill consequences, but, you know, <laughs> it'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I feel you, Brandon. I, I mean, Joe Rogan's a great guy. I, I love what he's doing. Huge. How many followers? Uh, Does uh, Rogan, millions. Millions. Multi, yeah. multi, tons of probably tens of millions yeah we're not that far behind but we're yeah. pretty close we're like 14 viewers shy of yeah. joe rogan all right no we're like 100 viewers shy of joe rogan the fact that spotify didn't give us an actual deal is yeah bullshit bs man yeah so yeah we're, i don't know how long we've been doing oh all right we got never mind i was worried that we had been talking for like an hour already but uh should I mention, remember the article I told you about the other day? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Now, this article gave me a jolt of life, which some of the time with me, it seems like I might not be fully alive. But when I read it, I don't know. I didn't even, I didn't even read it on the guy, uh, Dr. Mercola's own website, which his articles are getting pulled all the time by the cyber police. But uh, I read it on LouRockwell.com, and I can't even find it on Lou Rockwell now. But basically, he wrote uh, he wrote that he was wondering if they plan on ending the pandemic by March, so it would kind of be the two year point. And I I don't know all the logistics behind it because I only read the article like at freaking one a.m. stoned or whatever, but. He, he's saying he noticed a change in tune of the mainstream media, how the media is sort of not freaking out anymore over Omicron and all this other stuff, that now they're, they, the CDC changed some of their guidance, like telling healthy people not to get tested anymore, telling you only get tested if you have symptoms. And then, you know, if you have covid you only have to quarantine for five days now, not 10. So they're lowering everything. 
and uh, kind of pushing us in the direction to sort of end the pandemic. It seems like they they want to end the pandemic. And Mercola is a genius. He he sells a lot of products online. Um, he has great homemade cures to things, which I don't want to talk about because I'll get censored. I'll go to jail. Um, but he's a great guy. And he, he does more than just that. He He's putting the whole picture together, the whole COVID kind of scheme. And he thinks that for Biden's approval ratings that are tanking now, and I don't think they show that on CNN, obviously on Fox, they're going to show him. Yeah. He's like, he has low approval ratings. Mm-hmm. And uh, if if they can sort of end COVID by March, it'll be about a two, the two-year point, and Biden will look like a hero. Mm-hmm. So couple that with, you know... Oh, the economy is going again. People are going to be going back to work and the stock market's going to go back up. Uh, and maybe that can get Biden elected a second term. Potentially, they're going to go through with all this new green energy stuff and really push the electric cars. So they're, they're painting like a fairy tale ending to this COVID thing, even though it probably wasn't really a pandemic in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And uh, what's going to happen is Joe Biden, I predict, he's going to go, he's going to Wuhan, China. He's He's been watching uh, Rambo films for the past, Rambo and Rocky, and he's got his eye black on. He's training in the snow, you know what I mean? He's ready to go. He's going to go to China and... Uh, apparently it was the bat that caused the COVID. So he's going to go in there. He's going to get in there with the bat in the cave and be like, he's going to get in there. (laughs) He's going to grab the bat. Get over here. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to throw the bat down and then he's going to freaking, he's going to catch it all on camera. He's going to come home and he's going to say, I cured COVID. I bit the bat's head off and I learned it from Ozzy Osbourne. That is how it's done. And he'll have the bat's head in a plastic bag. And, and that's the end of COVID. So I think this will be a true story playing on CNN soon. I know it might sound ridiculous, but it's not. It's going to be real life. I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to ride in on the white horse with the bat's head and he's going to end COVID forever. All right. Until the new virus comes, a new virus comes out, you know, a year from now. God only knows what. But I'm, I'm, I'm very excited because even, even, the fact that the mainstream media has not directly said anything, the fact that my guy can feel a change and shift, he's such a smart guy that I'm excited. And I know they're going to try to put this behind him. And the new thing, it's not going to be COVID anymore. Uh, they're, they're, I think they're going to talk about the new green economy. That It's going to be all about, like, instead of COVID, you know, solar power electric cars 
and they're going to talk about the new economic revolution now. And and to me, it's like good. Thank God. I know there's a lot of discrepancies with green energy. We already talked about that, mm-hmm. but at least we're moving past COVID. We can at least talk about a new future, right. new possibilities, maybe some positive shit. That's what I'm trying to talk about. Shit that can maybe help move us forward. We can at least talk about that instead of a fucking virus for the past two years. That's really only killed very high at risk old people. Yeah, some, you know, there are going to be people that just die randomly, but it's very rare. Like, we're done with that. Uh, Ideally, I'm sorry if I offend anybody, but it's like, I'm o- I've been over it from the beginning, and hopefully hopefully Biden will end it, too. I think he will. Yeah, I hope so. But I agree with you. We need more positive stories to make light of things. I hope Alec Baldwin shoots somebody again soon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just need good old-fashioned feel-good stories like that. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know, I, I don't know what, what you all are up to. I, I hope people are doing well out there. I hope... You guys are keeping a good head on your shoulders. Don't ever give up. You know, no matter how tough it can be, just keep going. Give yourself a reason to, like, try to get better and keep going, you know? That's all I can do. You know, you too, Brandon. We've all had dark days, man. Mm -hmm. We have good days and bad. Mm -hmm. But we got to know that uh, better days should be ahead. They really should be because, I mean, how how much worse could it get from um, this COVID stuff? It could get a lot worse, actually. But, I mean, yeah. not really. Not really. Not not much. I mean, mentally-wise, you know, people are just, like, over it. And I, I think a lot of older women and stuff, grand, call it grandmothers or, or mothers that have had to deal with the COVID for all this time... Mm-hmm are going to be very relieved like oh crap you know even if you kids got to wear a mask at school potentially they might keep some of that stuff in place they'll they'll at least be able to breathe easy again and i'm very happy like for my own mom she won't probably have to wear a mask at work anymore you know uh, ideally so maybe we'll, we'll be turning a new page here something a little more positive yes sir i hope so as well yeah all right. So yeah, I have. Uh, I actually do want to show you one more thing before okay. we before we close out here. So this was I can't I cannot find this clip on any social media whatsoever, but this is uh, your boy Tucker Carlson here talking about an incident that happened in Pennsylvania, I believe. A truck carrying a hundred lab monkeys crashed in Pennsylvania. A number of them escaped, three of them. CDC showed up immediately with other authorities, captured them, and killed them immediately. Why? What is the story about? Well, our friend Trace Gallagher is back. He's on this story for us. Hey, Trace. Hey, Tucker. These were a hundred Cynomogus macaques. These are monkeys used in medical studies flown into the U.S. from Eastern Africa. As you said, they were put on a truck headed for an unknown research lab. The truck crashed in rural Pennsylvania and crates full of monkeys spilled onto a road. Three of the monkeys got loose and state troopers quickly notified... All right, this sounds made up. They'd fucking bite him in the face. What else would they do? They'd pull a Joe Biden. Uh, 
That's fishy. And monkey kitty. Do not feed the monkeys. <laughs> Whatever you do. Oh my god. Alright, so first off, let me just say I have a little less respect for Tucker Carlson. All right, after showing this stupid thing. No, it's not stupid. It's random as shit. And it, you don't even know what to think of this. Yeah, that's odd, right, though? Yeah. It makes you wonder. It really does. Because, I, I mean, <laughs> dude, what do you even do with, what, like, monkeys? You think of the little cute monkey on Indiana Jones, so they're the little kind? Yeah. You well, said three pounds. Oh, are they babies? Yeah, I think they were just baby, like smaller monkeys. Dude, I, maybe do you have a monkey fetish, Brandon? <laughs> you do like bananas. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, it's it's crazy. They're probably testing with them, dude. They they use animals for all this stuff. I mean, who the frick knows? Uh, you know what would I do with the monkey if I had it? I mean. I, uh, would you inject it with I'd play with it <laughs> no I mean I would play with it I'd, yeah. I'd play patty cakes with the monkey now like would I would I bite him on the ass <laughs> maybe <laughs> you know I, I'm not really sure but uh, yeah dude I mean th this is sort of like an obscure story to me kind of like one of those thrill stories to keep people going sure yeah, there's no answer to it are we like we got to follow up with him. Mm -hmm. We find out the monkey is like the emperor of Uzbekistan. <laughs> <laughs> you know? uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I Yeah, but that was interesting. It, yeah, it's cool. Definitely different. Well, uh, you know, we had some fun today. The monkeys definitely. You know what, dude? I love Planet of the Apes. Yeah, it was a good yeah, movie you like that. I do. So they are smart, and we talked about animals taking over the planet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. These might be these monkeys if they yeah. breed, Brandon. <laughs> just watch out, dude. Super genetic monkeys. But hopefully they're like nice, like you know, peaceful monkeys that want to like progress humanity, not like the evil kind that are going to eradicate the human race. True. You know, so. All right, monkeys, just be nice to us, okay, please? <laughs> We're just lowly humans. Well, all right, everyone, stay warm out there. I hope you had, you know, you learned something. I'm sure you didn't. I <laughs> I tried to explain stuff, and, you know, it. we live in a screwed-up world, and you got to laugh about it. But uh, just stay warm out there and keep trucking along. I think... Good things are going to come this spring, and uh, sure. people are going to have a little better mindset. We don't have to look at too many sad faces anymore. Well, we'll get to look at actual faces without the masks on. Yeah, it's true. Ideally. So, the Unpopular Opinions Podcast, once again, YouTube, Facebook, 
Spotify, the Anchor app, and Apple Podcasts. Podcasts. Yes, sir. Not Apple TV. I almost said Apple TV. That'd be sick, though. That would be dope. Yeah. But uh, all right. Enjoy, everybody. Have a good day. Thank you very much, my friends. Bye.